Welcome to The Corner, La Source's digital show dedicated to the sport and entertainment industry. Every two weeks, we invite a professional to share their experience, background, and challenges. The sport industry moves fast, and having their insights is the best way to keep up to speed. Welcome to The Corner. It's a very sophisticated um, system and a diverse region. You're right. From the likes of USA, Mexico, Canada, in North America to Central America, Nicaragua, Panama, Guatemala, um, Belize. And then you go to the Caribbean, Jamaica, Barbados, Grenada, Trinidad and Tobago. Very different cultures before you even get into yeah. the regions mm. and the development of football and the languages, Dutch in the Dutch Caribbean. And how do you adapt French. to that? Like the level of maturity or of development mm. is completely different. So how do yeah. you how do you do, adapt to that? Yeah. Well, that's the exciting opportunity. Um, first and foremost, I mentioned our competitions because in my day of playing in the region, there wasn't much competitions, much pathway for competitions. Mm. And that's why under our, the leadership of our president, Victor Montaliani, first and foremost, mm. we invested in growing the Gold Cup, which is our premier uh, competition, uh, making sure we have the Nations League similar to UEFA, which makes our more developing nations have the opportunity to play more. To play. Um, mm. You talk about success, the USA women's team, the Canadian women's team, the success they've had on the global stage but of course the opportunity to make sure that our more developing countries are having the opportunity and access to competition so we launched the CONCACAF W women's qualifiers all of these things are part of development in my view but after competition mm. comes the development element and that's what I think about every day that's what I wake up thinking about and it's from a technical standpoint how do we ensure that coaches have access to coaching education Uh, from a professional football standpoint, how do we use club licensing, benchmarking data to inform our decisions on development? From the women's perspective, how do we ensure that it's inclusive, that we're finding pathways for women in, in areas which have varying levels of gender imbalance? Uh, how do we also ensure that there's a corporate social responsibility at the heart of that? That whilst you mentioned earlier, yes, it is about grassroots and yes, it is about using football as a vehicle for social change. But also we need to make sure that a young player in any of our country has the same opportunity to be part of the elite pathway as mm. anywhere else in our confederation and the world. So as you probably hazard from that, it's a very broad brief, broad, but yeah. one that um, I think speaks to the way that we are looking at development here at CONCACAF, which is how do we embed that into absolutely everything that we do from the way that we fund each of our member associations to the programs that we, that we deliver with them, but also how do we invest in people to make sure that young people can dream of being an administrator, a coach, a referee, a player. Mm. All of those things are part of development from, from, from our, our vision and the vision of our president. Yeah, okay. And you can retain also the talent to help them like grow at every national association level. Um, from, from what you've just said, I mean, it's very broad and it's very hard to, to try to handpick or, or to go into this. But I was thinking like with the World Cup being... 2026 along the way is like do you see i mean just out I, i was just thinking out there while you were talking is like do you have a clear roadmap or do you see that as a clear opportunity for you to try to for the region actually in terms of like 
this is going to be big uh, for football. Uh, this is going to be like a, I would not say a big party, but there will be some some excitement. Do do you have plans? I guess, I guess the region is like getting ready for it more or less, and that you you will use that to to improve what you guys are doing today. Absolutely. And the United 2026 bid, a bid between USA, Mexico, Canada, um, it feels like a CONCACAF bid. It's driven by the leadership Uh of CONCACAF and, of course, each of those member associations. So we now have the opportunity not just to showcase uh, the, the World Cup within our region, which in itself is a huge achievement and the opportunities to inspire a whole generation of people and for people to actually see the world's biggest showcase but also to make sure that the legacy piece of that is is a is CONCACAF focused. Um, I would hazard a guess that the legacy piece wouldn't be about new new um, tournaments in the region mm. of USA, Mexico, Canada, and possibly will not be about new infrastructure in USA, Mexico, Canada. So how can we make sure that this legacy piece is really based around the development of football holistically within the whole of the region? I think that's certainly a focus um, for me, and the hope is that yes, there's those tangible benefits of people seeing and feeling part of the biggest show in the world. Um, but then there's also those untangibles about where does the resources go, where does the the opportunity to use that power of football and the legacy of the of the World Cup to really inform our North Star of football, which is how can we develop, promote and manage the sport? This is a mm. huge opportunity for us and one that I'm really proud to be a small part of. And on, on the back of it, I was I was just thinking like, it's not, I don't think it's a tricky question and just let me know if, if you don't want to answer it, but um, with the MLS, like the MLS, I guess the MLS must be a driving force in terms of like, for, for the whole region, you mentioned Belize, Guatemala, whatever. Uh, we know the MLS is looking at taking some star player from Europe, mostly like at the end of their career. But today they are trying to get them earlier and earlier because they are being more and more attractive. But at the same time, they need also to have a better roster and to, to increase the level of the overall players. And I guess for the region and for CONCACAF, having the MLS is also pushing uh, the boundaries there and and being more and more professional and even better at the elite level, that must be some kind of a huge or opportunity for you guys to try to try to push forward for that. There's no doubt that the MLS is a big driver for mm. um, for the region. There's no doubt about that. It's one of our premier uh, leagues. I think what's exciting about what's happening at the MLS, and we've seen huge growth in regards to franchises from the business side, um, franchise valuations, et cetera. But I think also what what people are not really focusing on is their investment into MLS Next, which is their youth development platform, their investment into MLS2, which is creating reserve teams and new structures for their teams to develop local talent to recruit um, not just within their country, but region-wide, possibly globally, to be able to be in the market to compete for the best global talent and to develop that talent uh, within the MLS. And we've seen we've seen that within the region. Liga Mekis in Mexico is really growing and, and, and finding new ways to, 
to promote their brand in Canada. The Canadian Professional League is really doing a fantastic job of growing the grassroots and developing talent. You'll see um, you'll see the development of the Canadian Professional League and the likes of Alfonso, Alfonso Davies and, and Buchanan. You know, these are talents mm-hmm. that have been developed in Canada and are now performing at the highest level on the global stage. So I think we're seeing that more from our from our region and hopefully that's an indication of of what we're going to continue to see in the central in central america we've seen really strong performances in our in our champions league and some of our competitions from clubs uh, from central america and in the caribbean we have some work to do in regards to the professionalization of the game but again that's an opportunity uh, we know that there's so much talent within our region What we need to do is work with other stakeholders to provide opportunities and access um, for this young talent and also to create new pathways for this talent Mm. to be seen and to be given the opportunity to make the best of what they have. Yeah, yeah. And I I had one one question on what you just said, like on the the MLS and the MLS Next and everything. We had Chris Lawson on on this show. He's more on the media side, but I know well MLS Next and all the work they are doing as well in terms of talent detection uh, and improving like any player uh, potential. And they are relying a lot on, on new technologies and especially around data. Uh, and I was wondering whether that's also something like for player development pathways and for the whole region, that's something you're looking at in terms of like trying to use new tech or to maximize the data I mean, to use the data to maximize the potential of any players playing out there. Well, it's really down to what you highlighted earlier, JB, about the the realities on the ground for all of our member associations. Yeah. I would say that Ernie Stewart and, and what, they're, what, what they're doing at US Soccer and what they're doing at MLS, of course, they have a challenge about the amount of people playing the sport in their region. <laughs> How do you knit all of that together? How do you use data to inform some of the and, and also content to inform some of the decisions you're making in such a big country um and of course uh, we've done a lot of work alongside our friends at fifa in creating uh, a data report based on on on, on data legends etc on our gold cup uh, and whilst this will not seem like a huge step to many on the global context of football for many of our member associations they've had it never had any data it's around their teams yeah. around their in the, around their players and around around their style of play all of these yeah, things a game changer, are revolutionary a game changer to them but i want to speak a little bit about data um jb in regards to the work that we're doing and we've invested a lot of resources under Jonathan Martinez, who heads up our professional Mm -hmm. football department, who I work very closely with, in a benchmarking report, a data report, which really collates a lot of information around players playing the game, the women's game, um, infrastructure, um, tournaments, competitions. And what we've really aimed to do is use some of this data to inform decision decision making for our member associations. Every MA Every national association is going to have a different reality. It's going to have a different leadership. It's going to have a different technical vision. But how do we use the data that we can collate to really signpost them towards what might be in their best interest in the development of football to create networks of best practice and to knit all of that together to create a comprehensive plan based on data and not just um 
individuals' uh, opinions. And I think that's yeah. very important for us as we're building out um, pathways for each for, for each of our MAs, all 41 of them. And the pathway for Grenada and the outcome for Grenada might be very different to Barbados or Trinidad or Guatemala. And having some data to inform those decisions for us from a CONCACAF perspective, from a leadership perspective in each of our countries, and and from a, even a club perspective is really important. So data is going to play a huge role in how we develop our, our confederation. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoy it as much as we love creating them. If you like the episode, feel free to comment, rate, and share with people around you. You can visit our website, www.lastsource.io, to learn more about our activities. You will discover a wide range of articles and can subscribe to our newsletter to receive the latest tech and sports news in your mailbox every month. Stay tuned for new episodes. Le Corner.